0: Welcome to Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jesse, as always. As always. Hey, Jesse. 39 days till DragonCon? 39 days. 39 Tilt, days till DragonCon. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I know we are both working away on things, waiting on last minute things to come in so we can finish things and. Team, some people some, some people have cosplays they've not even started yet but you know Jess do you have anything major you're still working on for DragonCon? Um I guess it
1: depends on your major, your description of major.
0: Uh I would think anything major would be uh anything that is causing you stress. Not yet. Not okay. yet. I'm waiting on some
1: trim, but it should be here like probably kind of any day. So uh, unless that doesn't come, you know, mm-hmm. the next week or two, little bit apprehensive about how I'm gonna attach that trim and measuring the length of my garment I'm working on. And you kind of gave me a challenge uh, to not use any, <laughs> not use any heat and bond. On this garment, so uh, yeah. Well, I didn't
0: know that if I challenged you to that, you'd just be like, "Well, then I'm simply not doing this one element that we're talking about."
1: I didn't say I no. I mean, no. I when I we haven't found said element anyway. Like I know, no, I haven't even looked. I just don't think that there's <laughs> another way to feasibly do it within my skill set. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I I feel like I am in a better place especially with the one with our um you know if you listen to our last episode listener we kind of broke down our cost plans for dragon con and we're doing a moulin rouge uh mashup with disney and but at the point of that episode i had not started it yet um but guys i'm so far into it now like um i've caught up yeah. so. <laughs>
1: all it takes is all it really takes is like one one golden shining moment that is the perfect combination to of start,
0: to start having it. the time to do it right like yep. starting anything is well not anything but starting most things is the hard part you know like yeah so uh, yeah i just needed to literally like get started and here we are and i am very happy with the progress i'm almost done with my skirt completely i just have to do the trim on the bottom and i'm done with it um and that's really the majority of the work for that one i've got to make sleeves still i guess but yeah but i still have a whole other cosplay to start on so anyway yeah 39 days um hey jesse uh what are you sipping on over there well i actually i'm not sipping on anything yet because my cocktail
1: for today is a shot so I got to take it in one. Oh,
0: you're but gonna. Know it's, this isn't. Is this is like a in the moment podcast right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'll be listening to it like a week and a half after we record it, listener. But that's
0: yeah, I guess that's true.
1: Uh, you'll be the first besides Paige to hear
0: two shots uh, my of <laughs> Uh,
1: well, first of all, I realized we had never done a a shot. Yeah, like I don't think we've ever done a shot. Well, I remembered I have a couple cocktail books that people have gotten me and uh, I've got this like half bottle of tequila from when I got it to make margaritas a few weeks ago. So uh, I thought, oh, I should look through those books and see if there's a recipe that has tequila that, you know, I could throw together really easily. And then I remembered that it's Sunday, so you can't buy alcohol on a Sunday here right so I had some pretty limited options so there also one I like I kind of like this but I just found it looking through so there are two books I was looking through the first I think I've mentioned them both on the podcast before I'm 95% sure I've mentioned them both on the podcast I think I've made recipes from them both on the podcast before but one of them is an actual recipe book and it's called tequila mockingbird uh-huh. and my brother bought it for me for christmas or birthday or something years ago and it's all like literary themed cocktail recipes right and then the other is a book all about plants and alcohol that uh, a friend of the podcast sheila sent me and i think i mentioned that one before so that one i really like that it's got like it had ideas in there if you have a like a specific spirit uh-huh. like flavors that go well with it so you can kind of experiment on your own right so like like for tequila it was like watermelon and basil but I don't have either of those things so and I did not really want to go to the store so anyway uh that has more like general ideas and then the other is uh actual recipes so I looked through uh the tequila recipes in the Tequila Mockingbird book. And the first one that I looked at, I actually already had all the ingredients for because it was a shot. And that is the Tequila Mockingbird itself, the uh, titular cocktail from this cocktail recipe book. So it is a shot of tequila, an ounce and a half of tequila. Uh, I didn't measure exactly. So uh, it's probably not exactly an ounce and a half in there uh hot sauce couple drops of hot sauce and uh a pickle chaser so mm-hmm. i had to use um like mango ghost pepper hot sauce because that's all we had was bucky's right. so we'll we'll see how that goes i licked the little i actually have shot glasses that came with little like stir sticks uh-huh. so i use that to help stir in because i'll tell you this uh It's hot sauce. She ain't dissolving.
0: I think it's time to find out how it is.
1: I got to assume the position here.
0: I got to get, I want to have the
1: pickle ready. It's been so long since I've taken a shot. Now, here
0: we go. The suspense is killing me. Mm. I really wish you would have videoed yourself. Um, I don't know if you would have. Did you go into the future?
1: I went. I went into the past and the future simultaneously. <laughs> I saw all moments as one flat circle. <laughs> um, I will say, here's the thing. It was a whole experience. It was like, so- it told it tells a story. <laughs> it tells a story and it progresses through time. So I, I would recommend it. If you like, like, If you like all if you're okay with all of those things individually, those three ingredients individually, I would try it. I'm gonna do another tequila shot though, so all right. Keep that
0: in mind, listener, as the as the episode progresses. Um speaking of progressing, Jesse, you feeling curious about anything? Uh that doesn't, that was a bad segue. (laughs) (laughs) I was progressing the episode. Oh, fair, fair. Okay, I rescind my <laughs> complaint. It's
1: pretty rare for me to do. So something's on my mind, question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, so my question is we had 2023 is almost over, I guess, or half over. We had a discussion with one of our friends recently, and then uh thinking about today's episode also. Had me thinking about it. Uh-huh. But what do you think this next con year? So, like, from this year's for us, the con season is Dragon Con to Dragon Con. Yep. What do you think this, so this Dragon Con on into 2024? What do you think the popular, have I asked this already? Popular cosplays. I don't think I've asked this already about this specific upcoming, upcoming year. No, I don't think so. So like niche things that are going to be popular, you probably know what conversation.
0: <sighs> oh yeah, I do now. Led me here. I mean, the one that you're referring to is um, right. Barbenheimer or Barbie slash, you know, Oppenheimer. Um, yeah, like a
1: Barbie slash Oppenheimer costume.
0: Right. Um, and I think we'll probably... Uh, so, yes, I agree to that. Um, I think we're probably going to see quite a bit of Barbie cosplay, um, just on its own. Um, I know our friend Lauren Does Cosplay um, already made one. Um, and she's at SDCC right now. Um, and I can't remember if she decided. Is this if, weekend if, SDCC? Uh-huh so I know I already know of one Barbie cosplay, uh, that has been dealt, finished. Um, like I said, I'm not sure if she ended up wearing it this weekend. Um, and that has to do with uh, the episode actually, but, um, right. Which is, that's what I was thinking. I think that's what we'll see a lot of at, cause
1: I, just because in researching for today's episode, I saw a lot of it at SDCC and I think, and we'll talk about this more in the episode, something we might see at Dragon Con is, um, SAG-AFTRA slash Writers Guild strike costumes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because that's Although, been
0: big at
1: SDCC. So like
0: so has it. specifically okay. incorporating
1: like a picket sign, like stri- like literally like picketing costumes. Right. So we'll talk about that in the episode, but I, I would not be, and we'll talk about why yeah. I, I think that. I, I did research. Not only did I come up with an actual cocktail recipe listener, but- i did actual research yeah
0: i so will say
1: in researching this episode which i think next we'll just probably have to come out and say what it's about
0: we're just gonna have to tell them
1: it's it's clear about the strike we're gonna talk about cosplay's role in the current sag aftra and writers guild right strike in hollywood um uh in researching it i found that there was what i think is a compelling compelling argument or conversation i guess like there's there's it there's it goes it goes straight
0: to the top it goes all the way to the top um so for today's episode uh i was honestly just scrolling instagram obviously i had heard about the strike um but never really considered like it like affecting cosplay um one thing that i did consider was uh how that was going to affect uh like celebrity guests at dragon con and other cons um which is something else we're going to talk about but i didn't ever think about like oh is it okay to cosplay um until i was on instagram a couple days ago and saw a lot of our cosplay friends sharing um you know information and stuff they had gotten from like sag um on what the protocol was and i sent it to jesse and i was like hey there's something there's something here (laughs) like we should talk about this um i because i think it's really interesting and i think like i said it's not something that i thought about beforehand before i'd seen all of that so maybe it'll be informative we we try
1: i did research uh because i think it's really interesting because like you said i didn't i knew about the strike obviously I knew that it was potentially affecting some conventions, most notably SDCC. Uh uh, Because I had seen, like, I follow most of the major conventions, most of the conventions we go to, even though I'm not much of a social media person. I think I follow all of the conventions that we've gone to. So I had seen a couple of them post about, like, whether or not Guests were going to have to cancel because of the strike. And I know that Fan Expo Chicago said, listen, most of our our actors will not be most of our guests will not be affected. I think just from what I've read, the biggest con that's been affected is SDCC, just both due to its size and due to its um, uh just its by timing yeah the and and yeah so the size of it and also the fact that it does you know normally that's where all the big a list stars go that's why they have you know people that camp out for days to get mm-hmm. you know hall h i think is the big hall there yeah you know to get these spots in this hall h and uh so I've seen a lot of articles about how, you know, the, it's Sunday now, so the con is winding down, I'm assuming, at this point. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's already done. I had just seen people posting about how it was going to affect them because when San Diego Comic-Con had to cancel all these big-name guests, mm-hmm. other cons posted in response to that.
0: Right. And
1: you had even sent me a few days ago where Dragon Con had turned off posting in their official Facebook group because so many people were posting about the strike and I did notice not until after you said that because this isn't something we normally really follow but it does seem like Dragon Con has posted way less film movie actors Mm -hmm. like tv actors like sag actors right it does seem a little light it's like you said I was aware of the strike but I like we'll we'll get into it, but I think there was just a lot I wasn't aware of until you sent it to me, and then, in researching for this episode today, um, I kind of got into that world. I think it's just because a lot of it is social media based I mean, so i guess
0: I guess the thing that really kind of drew my attention to it, like I said, I had thought about the guest situation and just kind of like that went to the back of my mind but whenever I saw cosplayers posting about it and you know being like hey here's you know the latest um details from SAG you know what what is okay how to support you know how to be supportive um and it really got me thinking like okay how how could this be you know is, is it, is this wrong? Like, could we, could we potentially, you know, hurt somebody by cosplaying and, right? you know, and so I kind of, I also kind of went down this rabbit hole just with like all the different information I was seeing. And, you know, it, it was just something that
1: I had not thought about, I think, because I'm not a social media mindless and it's just a weird thing, but I did not realize, did you know this page? Did you know? And listener Remember, all my questions are for you as well, listener. Some influencers are in SAG. They can join SAG and get their SAG card. Oh, really? An influencer program. So some influencers are SAG members. Through oh, okay. Their program. So I did not know that at this time because when you first sent it to me and you were like, I think there's an episode here. I was like, No. I was like like, I was like I'm not saying no but I really didn't think there was much to talk about because I was like well obviously if you're not in the union like why would it matter blah 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 like nobody's gonna like I even said something like you know I've said it a million times but like no one like when I cosplay as Thor no one's gonna confuse me for Chris Hemsworth right when I cosplay as Captain America no one's gonna confuse me for Chris Evans people will thank me for my service and i will be very uncomfortable with that but no one's going to confuse me for chris evans so i was kind of thinking more along that route right. but I, that was before i realized that there were influencers who were sag members and you know that they you know that that's a bigger concern for them because you know right. i am in a union And I would not want to do something that would jeopardize my place in that union or hurt what the goals of the, you know, the whole point of a union is to have a collective, you know, collective bargaining, a, you know, we're stronger together than we are individually. So I would not want to, you know, I am moderately active in my union, so I would not want to, I wouldn't cross picket lines if we were on strike.
0: Um, so I'm going to, uh, read off this little informational slideshow that I found. Um, and Jesse, you tell me if there's... Cite
1: your source.
0: uh, It's a cosplayer. Okay. But she said she got it from like the SAG.
1: Okay. Uh, So I will say before you do this, um, it seems like some of the communication coming out of SAG is kind of unclear, ambiguous. Um, I wouldn't go so far to say contradictory, but it definitely open to interpretation. And from what I've seen, a lot of it stems down to them getting so many requests a day for very like specific niche stuff and wanting to consult lawyers and making sure that they're giving out and informed. And then like, you know i think some stuff kind of was said that like maybe isn't like 100% legally accurate so they had to kind of like back up on that right and then like also multiple people who are affiliated with sag after saying different things so yeah, i i will i will after you read off your list i will chime in with what i've seen from the right. and i you know what sources i saw them from right
0: and this was updated july 17th is um yeah about 11 days ago so it says costume volunteering they're not asking costume volunteers who do charitable work to stop doing so they obviously don't want you to stop visiting kids in the hospital in costumes or stop doing your normal charity work live performances most live performances are not part of the strike even if paid by a parent company associated with the hey. studio for example, performers at Disneyland doing their jobs are not being unsupportive. Uh, influencers and content creators. When it comes to the unions and to the strike, influencers are people who are legitimately making a paid living or trying to make a living from being paid to post very specific content on social media. When they say influencer or co- and content creator, that's what they mean. It does not apply to everyone with a social media account. It has nothing to do with your number of followers or other metrics. Someone posting on their own, their own content that is somehow related to a studio production is not being unsupportive or fit or failing to comply with their requests. Um, there is, let's see. This says, there is no convention boycott, no cosplay boycott, no themed party boycott, no movie, TV, or streaming boycott. Please do not try to get one started, nor cancel services, etc. It is counterproductive at this time. Please do not try to start an unsanctioned picket or protest. Starting one on your own is detrimental blah 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 blah. um cosplay cosplayers are not considered professional performers by the unions and have nothing to do with the strike cosplaying is not unsupportive and not like crossing a picket line a cosplayer wearing a cosplay to a convention or party is not scabbing scabbing involves being paid to take on a job that would otherwise be fulfilled by striking actors and writers Cosplaying while attending a convention or a party or event is not considered being unsupportive. They're actually trying to demonstrate how vital they are to the industry, i.e., uh, how much fans love the work they've done. So, and then it says if all else fails, like do your own research and just be nice to people and like consider it, basically.
1: Yeah, I would say that the biggest takeaway, like none of that do I think, like there's some, like, again, there's some gray area. So right. according to some of the official, like sag After stuff, if you're promoting a, a, a struck work or a struck studio, if you are seen as promoting that, You could potentially be denied entry into SAG at some point in the future. Now, the gray area, a lot of the gray area comes into what counts as, quote unquote, promoting. So, you know, does that mean you have to be paid to promote it? Does that mean giving a review of the movie? Does that mean discussing the movie or the TV show or whatever at all? Does that include, they've said that that also includes like past works of some struck, but again, some of this is based on emails that individual content creators have gotten that they've shared on their pages. So a lot of it comes down to with what that individual content creator, if there's someone who's not in the union, if you are in SAG-AFTRA, which there's only like a hundred, less than 140,000 members of SAG-AFTRA, so most most people are not in it. Uh, it's very very difficult to get a SAG card. At least like again with this new content creator, content creator. So like, I think that's the biggest thing that people are worried about is like, you know. Again, I don't I don't I don't think probably that either of us will ever be in SAG. Uh, just, just guessing, but again, also if pe- people I think at least some people want to do the right thing. They don't want to hurt something that they identify with. Like I have my own, you know, personal opinions about things, but you know, I, and like people, here's the thing, like some of these content creators are surviving off of their content creation for their income. So they don't want to do so. A they got to make the content to make money And B, they don't want to do something that's going to, you know, cause a problem with that. I I think think whenever,
0: whenever I first heard about it, I was kind of, um, I was kind of like, why are, why are cosplayers making it about them?
1: Like, that's exactly what I said. I was like, none of these people are in SAG. Well, and I was just like, I
0: just, it was so, and it makes sense now um, but when, like I said, when I first heard, I was just like, why would we have anything to do with that? Right, um, yeah. like why, why would they care? Um, and honestly, my bigger question was, you know, do they want people like supporting the movies? Like, you know, I went to Barbie the other day and I was like, oh, like, is this, is this chill? <laughs> Are yeah, we supposed like, to be
1: doing this? Kind of. Yeah. Like, I, I but, guess I've never seen cosplaying whatever character like when I cosplay as a Disney character I don't feel like that's a promotion of Disney I guess I get how it could be seen that way like I'm not judging anyone like you know but you know I like you know when I cosplay as you know when I was indoor Leia I don't think that like people that saw me at Dragon Con were like what's that film I'll have to go check it you know like return of the jedi i've never heard of such a thing you know i just you know i just don't necessarily see it like it's me saying this is a character that i think is cool or this is a character that i think has cool clothes or this is a character that i think is an interesting character i've never seen it as an endorsement of the studio or the director or the actor or anything like that i've never seen cosplay i've always seen it as a way of like self-expression And, you know, being creative and putting myself out there and being social and having fun. I've never seen it so commercial, I guess. And that probably is because we don't make money doing it. So I can see how someone who makes money doing it or is doing it solely to promote. I I just don't like I don't know any cosplayers personally or otherwise that cosplay solely 100% as a way to like promote other properties or like a specific studio or a specific project like I know there are like Jalea mentioned the new Diablo 4 game um Mm -hmm. in the last panel we saw with her at Dallas Fan Expo that that was like a paid thing, and they're you know video games are obviously not a part of the strike because they're not SAG AFTRA. Right. But you know, I guess I never really, I you, we're we're so far removed from anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that I never have seen you know cosplay as a way of promoting right something like you know as advertising essentially. I've never you know I've never seen what I cosplay and I've never seen what anyone else cosplays as as advertising like sometimes there will be a really cool costume and I'll be like oh I should watch that just to like like bell the anime bell uh-huh. is a huge, like I've seen that costume I'm like that is such a gorgeous costume I would love to do it but I'm not going to do it unless I watch it and love it yeah you know, I guess in some ways I can be seen as promotion quote-unquote but I don't think the people who cosplay as Bell when I see it and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. I you know, I love that. I don't think those people are doing it for that reason. Right. Like I don't think like your everyday congoer, 99% of the cosplayers you see are not getting paid. They're your everyday congoer. Right. They do it because they love it. So, you know, I I guess I just don't you know, I never would have thought of that as promotion before this. Right? I can see how it is. Cause again, like it's getting you to go out and, but that's something else that I found interesting is because like what you had sent me the same slideshow, like Instagram story slideshow thing of like not having a boycott and not boycotting the projects. Because to me, like, well, if you're specifically saying don't promote it, wouldn't you want people not to like (laughs) the whole point of promoting is to get people to watch it so if you don't want people to promote it don't you want people not to watch it but I think that's more of a gray area maybe and again they would be from what I understand the actors for sure uh the writers I honestly don't know it's something I meant to try to look up but I couldn't ever really find like great reliable but like they would be getting paid, I would assume, as well for like the number of people, the number of ticket sales, right? Um, things like that. So, um, it's a, like I'm going to go see Barbie tomorrow. I fully intend to go see Barbie tomorrow. So, I guess that's you know I don't consider that going against a strike. I also think, but yeah, like thing that made me think that that we might see a lot of strike. Themed costumes. Again, two things just seeing a lot of celebrities kind of, I wouldn't necessarily call it cosplay, but like incorporating their character into like their picket signs or like social media posts supporting the strike. And then seeing people incorporate like picket signs or strike related garb into their costumes, like Uh putting that. And then there was a panel at sdcc this year with duncan crabtree ireland is his name he's the national executive director and chief negotiator chief negotiator for sag and he said like listen if you want to cosplay and you're not making money like by all means mm-hmm. but like also if you want to show support for the strike if you want like you know, maybe don't do like a struck work. So potentially Barbie, but, you know, like newer things that are out, or like a struck production, or you could like incorporate the strike into your costume. You know, I guess for people who are not SAG after members and who have no desire or you know chance of or intention to become SAG after members, really you can do whatever you want without right. evil or. You know, financial repercussions. Uh, use your own judgment and be, like you said, be nice to people. Like, like again, personally, I don't like. We're doing a Disney cosplay. We mentioned that before. It, it's going to come down to just like anything. Like we've talked to you about before. Like, as far as cosplaying someone who's another race or cosplaying like a Nazi, what do your personal morals say? Like, again, personally, I don't feel like us cosplaying a movie from the thirties is going to affect the strike in any way, shape or form. So I don't have any reservations or qualms about doing that costume. Right. Um, I guess go into that also running the risk. I think that's a lot of the thing is a lot of it has been everybody wants content for social media so i think a lot of it is people i think a lot of the cosplayers that we've seen like posting about it and reacting to it are people who have been accused of scabbing because you know like oh i saw you're working on a barbie costume or oh i saw right. you're going to this VCC, like you shouldn't be doing this like people right, and that's
0: one age- of the things that's one of the things that this cosplayer shared um in another post um it was just it was the caption under like a is it okay to cosplay like chart basically you know like those things that used to be in like m- magazines where it'd be like does he like me or not uh, okay does he do this yes go this way no go this I'll way a
1: flow chart is what yeah! that's called
0: <laughs> there's a flow chart I thought they were just magazine quizzes weird
1: no it's called a flow chart
0: <laughs> um but so there's a flow chart well that was like uh is it okay to cosplay um and then on the caption uh they wrote this is not about us cosplayers and others losing their minds over this derailing the convo and bullying others is what unions don't want please don't do this please stop being hateful to one another I i think you're right is what i'm trying to say i think that cosplayers uh, people that like maybe cosplayers maybe non-cosplayers just stirring shit um wanting to you know make a big deal out of something that has zero to do with them um i have been you know calling names accusing cosplayers of you know scabbing or you know being insensitive or whatever and i think it's just it's got blown out of proportion um, yeah
1: I like again people want to have content they want to get that exactly. dopamine hit from you know tearing, like posting mean comment online tearing someone down online something like that they want they want that dopamine hit they want that right that you know and like good content or whatever like we're using it for content as well full disclosure you know right. like uh
0: but not in a negative way no like no we're not hurting anyone yeah (laughs) we just thought it was Uh, an interesting topic
1: yeah Uh, anyway that's that's pretty much what I found like there is a dedicated website for influencers most of what SAG is putting out right now regarding like anyone is specifically for influencers who are either already in SAG or want to be in SAG at some point that doesn't apply to you use your judgment don't be an asshole you know as per the usual like i think overall it's just like anything i i don't feel personally like any of my cosplays now are any more of an endorsement of any particular project studio whatever than for the last 13 years i've been cosplaying
0: um yeah so That's, that's our, that's
1: our take on this. It'll be a very interesting year until the strike is resolved. It will be interesting to see if the strike isn't resolved by, and also I kind of think it'll be kind of interesting to see if the strike is resolved. Will people just like snap and it'll be normal. Will it be normal anyway? Like, cause again, we're, we're both still working on cosplays at this point. So if we had, like, we already had Disney planned before any of this. So oh, for yeah. us for us to not do that now would mean not doing a costume that we both invested a considerable amount. And like you said, Lauren, with her Barbie costume, that's a costume she's, in, I'm sure, put a fair amount of money and time into. Mm-hmm. So, like, not that that's, you know, the be-all and end-all, but it's just, it's it's a tricky it's a complicated issue it's it's a lot more complex than it seemed to me on surface because like you said when you first were like messaging me about it i was like who would ever think like this is cosplayers players being self-important but then when i dug deeper i was like oh well a lot of it is other people being self-important and like right. wanting to hate on other people and cause drama for like cloud or just dopamine or whatever and you know, it it was really interesting research. And it'll be yeah. like I said, it was really interesting to see all of the picket costumes from today. You should go look yeah. up SDCC like strike costumes. Uh there was like a Hulk that I saw. There were some people who did like suffragette almost looking costumes with picket signs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh so uh yeah interesting interesting
0: um yeah but if you have any other information if you have uh you know
1: if you have any other information just information in general if you have information
0: (laughs) do um, you have do you have information do you want to tell us information um
1: i will take i think i am the world's greatest detective so i will take literally any information Anything? so i can absorb it and use it to uh solve mysteries
0: yeah. Anything my time. um no if you if you have any other insights into this uh, topic let us know uh you can follow us on s- social media and send it there. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. And we are also over on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. Um, like I said, you can send us that or other things there, uh, or you can just follow along and uh, hang out with us. But you can send a multitude of things over Jessie's Way. Uh, you can send things to her over on the email, that's where she hangs out uh
1: yeah uh speaking of the email we got an email actually regarding our last episode
0: oh yes
1: and there are in fact other types of curacao other than blue curacao yeah uh which i found interesting still no answer as to why it's blue when the flavor is orange so uh that question is still uh still up for grabs listeners so if you know why why it's
0: uh what's going on there yeah what, um,
1: what, what the heck is going on there
0: <laughs> um we also got a coleslaw recipe from our friend Sheila oh yeah I, well,
1: anyway uh so we got some listener uh feedback like that if I ask a random question you know the answer please Message me because I have ADHD and I'm not gonna remember to look it up. So yeah. uh, help help out your friendly neighborhood podcaster, would you? Uh if you have questions for I'm gonna ask you a question, answers or I'm gonna ask you a question as a reminder. Uh this episode's question was what are your predictions for the upcoming uh calendar year of cosplays? What do you think's gonna be popular? You know, around this time, around thirty-nine days from now at DragonCon, what do you? Even if you don't go to Dragon Con, what do you think might be popular? You can send those answers to me. You can send weird fish pics, interesting plants and mushroom, coleslaw recipes. Uh, we should just have like a coleslaw buffet if we get enough coleslaw recipes. We're gonna, gonna coleslaw sorry, recipes. Though. You're gonna eat it for the I'm coleslaw okay. buffet. Um, you can send cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, so I don't take two shots of tequila. Uh, on another episode i i it's gonna have it's gonna be a while before i can have maybe at dragon con since it's my bachelorette party and you have to do whatever i say um cosplays that we should do in the future we're always soliciting cosplay ideas we've gotten some really good ideas from you guys you people you uh listeners what are some costumes you're working on what's some cool stuff send us some stuff Uh, information yeah Yeah, any of that.
0: And Jesse, where can they send that to?
1: You can send it to our email, which is cosplayandcocktailspot at gmail.com.
0: That's gmail.com. I felt like I was going to say, I felt like I had you on like, you know, three times the speed just then. That's because that was like a competent,
1: normal speed. Well, that was me. That was me saying it with, with preparation preparation h cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com
0: look at you um jesse what do you reckon well i reckon it's time we best be scooting okay